0: The Cambridge Marketing Podcast with Kieran Kapoor, brought to you by Cambridge Marketing College. See their range of courses and apprenticeships at marketingcollege.com. Hello and welcome. Sustainability is a constant in the news and many of us want to be sustainable, want our companies to be sustainable, but find the whole thing very confusing. And it's fair to say sustainability comes with its own share of very complicated sounding jargon. So today's podcast is an opportunity to hear again the college's sustainability champion, Charlotte Lestienne, as she takes us back to the basics. All started with my
1: daughters. So my sustainability path started at the kitchen table with my girls. A few years ago, they started to be vegetarian and to ask a lot of questions about the climate change and what we wanted to do about it. And I have to say, we didn't know what to say. And now, a few years after, they are nearly 100% vegans, they are minimalist, anti-consumption and they managed to make a change with them. They did a very good job and such a good job that quickly it started to feel it was not enough. I still wanted to expand my knowledge and influence. So, Karen, I went to see you, as you are my <laughs> CEO, and I asked you if I could lead the transition to net zero for Cambridge Marketing College. And I asked if I could do a course. And I was very lucky because you were very supportive. So I've just finished my course with Cambridge Institute for Sustainability Leadership, so CISL. And uh, so for Cambridge Marketing College, we are at the beginning of our sustainable journey but I found it completely fantastic. It's such a good feeling to know that you are doing the right thing. And also, as a marketing training provider, we have a huge power to make marketers think in a sustainable
0: way. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. I can certainly vouch that you are passionate about it. So help me with some of the jargon. So why do we only ever talk about carbon? Yes, uh, it's a good question because there are many
1: cases, cases, but we speak about carbon, so why? So the main one uh, is CO2, so carbon dioxide, which accounts for about 76% of the total greenhouse gas emission. But there is also the methane, which contributes for 16%, and the nitrous oxide for 6% and some more. But the difficulty is that all the different greenhouse gas emissions don't have the same warming effect. There are two components we need to take into account. The first one is how extreme the warming effect is. So, for example, methane has more than 80 times the warming power of the carbon dioxide over the first 20 years in the atmosphere. And the second one is how long does it remain in the atmosphere? some gases last much longer in the atmosphere than others. So to be able to measure the greenhouse gas emission, we convert the various greenhouse gas emission in one single, easy and universal metric called the carbon dioxide equivalent. So to be clear, the carbon dioxide equivalent, so CO2e, is a standard unit for measuring carbon
0: footprints and that's why we only speak about carbon. Oh, I see. It's not that we're just ignoring the others, it's that we've converted everything to be a, an equivalent of carbon dioxide. Brilliant. OK, so having talked about carbon, there's lots and lots of words around carbon. So I'm going to go th- throw three at you and then let's, uh, I'll let you talk me through them. So I hear about things like carbon offset, carbon avoidance, carbon removal. So what are they? Can we start with carbon offset? Yes, so carbon offsets are a mechanism
1: for companies to balance out the carbons they're emitting. And there are two ways they can do that. There are two types of carbon offset projects. The first one is a carbon removal. It means investing in projects that remove the greenhouse gas emission through carbon sequestration. So it is mainly a nature based solution through trees, peatland restoration, etc. But I'm hoping that the COP26, we are going to hear a lot about new technologies which can
0: help. Sorry, carbon sequestration, that's um, literally the way that trees can absorb carbon dioxide. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes.
1: And the carbon avoidance, it means investing in projects that reduce the carbon emission, emissions which are going into the atmosphere. So, for example, it's investing on wind or solar energy. It is called avoidance because we are still creating some greenhouse gas emissions, but much less than using fossil fuels.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So that's the reduce, reuse, recycle, you know, try not to influence, um, try not to put carbon into the atmosphere.
1: Yes, and invest on wind and solar energy and all the the natural energy, or the renewable energy.
0: Okay, so we're we're preventing carbon from going in. And the other option was carbon removal, where we were trying to remove carbon that's already there from the atmosphere. Absolutely. Brilliant. So, next problem. What are these scopes? I hear about scopes one, two, and three. What on earth are they? (laughs) It is very important to understand them because they are everywhere. So, there are
1: three scopes to measure an organisation footprint. Scope one covers the direct emission generated by sources that an organization owns. So basically it is the fuel an organization burns, so oil heaters and fuel in company vehicles. Scope two refers to the indirect emission from energy that the organization buys, so it is the purchase electricity. And the scope three, it's everything else. All the indirect emissions that occur in a value chain. So, for a training provider like us, it means student travel, tutors' travel, study centre we work with, assessment. But for industries, it also means all the raw materials,
0: the distribution, and the end of life products, etc. Okay, so scope three is all encompassing. Scope one is what an organisation can see that they are doing directly. And scope two is the indirect emissions. Okay, I think I've understood all of that. So, can we now go on to something we hear a lot about, which is net zero? So, what does net zero mean? Yeah, and it's very important to understand because there is a lot of different
1: terminology. So, we speak about true zero, net zero, carbon neutral, and they all they all have the nuances that we need to understand. But in all cases companies are working to reduce and balance their carbon footprint. So if I start by true zero, true zero means zero carbon emissions. Unfortunately, we often can't go to true zero, especially if you make products. So we speak about net zero carbon. So net zero carbon means you reduce as much as possible your carbon emissions on the three scopes. Usually, it means reducing by 90% of your carbon emission, plus you use your carbon removal offset project for the 10% remaining greenhouse gas emission to reach 100%. It is important to note that we, your carbon offset strategy needs to be on carbon removal and not on carbon avoidance because with the carbon avoidance, you are still producing for greenhouse gas emission. Okay? So to resume, Net zero is not about offsetting, it's about reducing the emissions. And carbon neutral is different because this is the balance between emitting carbon and absorbing carbon emissions. So you can offset all your carbon emissions at once without looking at decreasing them, and also you you only have to look at scope one and scope two. So being carbon neutral is a good thing but you measure less and you don't have to reduce your carbon footprint. What we really need to do is to achieve net zero because the aspiration is much bigger. So basically, and again, net zero emissions means reducing the carbon emission by 90%. It means having zero emission for scope 1 and scope 2 by switching for, to renewable electricity, electric vehicles, etc and having emission on the scope 3, the closest to zero.
0: And then you offset what you can't avoid. Absolutely. Whereas carbon neutral, I'm looking for a balance between what I create and what I don't create. I'm possibly looking at offsetting, but I don't really, I'm not trying to reduce the amount of carbon that I create. Absolutely. And
1: also you are not interested by your scope 3. So you only act on your scope 1 and scope 2. So you
0: don't look at your, all your supply chain. Okay, and to be clear, you're you're not saying that carbon neutral is a bad thing. It's still a good thing to aim for, but you'd be liking you'd like companies to be looking further than that.
1: Absolutely, it's a good thing because it's it's uh, something that they are working on their carbon. So it's a good thing, but it's not what we are looking for because we are looking at decreasing the greenhouse gas emission in all
0: cases. It's what we need to achieve. Fantastic. That's really clear now. So I'm um, sitting in a small organization, and I and I know this because the colleges had to go through this. How does a small organization measure their carbon? <laughs> so measuring the carbon footprint is the first step for businesses
1: because if not you don't know you don't know what you have to do and where you are. So there are different ways, but the most recognized one is the greenhouse gas protocol. And it's an Excel document, it is free, there are plenty of literature about it, it looks very scary, but it is not awful, absolutely not. And so for Cambridge Marketing College it's what we have chosen and it will enable us to set and monitor our progress and also to develop comprehensive and reliable inventories of our greenhouse gas emissions on the three scope. So that's very a useful tool and you can you you can compare the the years. It's very
0: easy and I encourage everybody to do it. Okay and one of the things that comes from that is that transparency really matters in sustainability.
1: Yes, uh, we'll speak about it after, but on all the pledges and all the commitments you want to do, you have to be transparent and you have to disclose your results. And there are four big benefits about it. The first one is to protect and improve your company's reputation. So it allows to build trust and to respond to the environmental concern among the public. Second one is to boost your competitive advantage. To gain a competitive edge on the stock market, access to capital, winning tenders, but also to attract new customers. For example, I won't buy some products which are not eco friendly and I will do my research. Third one is to get ahead of regulations, to prepare your business for likely mandatory environmental reporting rules. And the last one is to uncover risk and opportunities by identifying emerging environmental risk and opportunities.
0: Thank you. That's really clear. Now, we better talk a little bit about pledges because there's been a lot in the news about organisations taking the pledge. And I think there's going to be more of that with, um, with COP, pre and post-COP. So what are the pledges that organisations can choose to do? So there are different pledges, but
1: I would recommend the Race to Zero pledge as it is a UN-backed campaign, so United Nations-backed campaign. It is international and global. The aim is to rally leadership and support from businesses, cities, regions, investors for a healthy, resilient, zero-carbon recovery. All members are committed to the same goal. Reducing carbon emissions on the three scopes, with transparent action plan and robust targets. And for the college, as we are a UK SME, we have just signed the SME Climate Commitment, which is backed by the United Nation Race to Zero campaign. And by doing so, we have to take action immediately in order to one halve our greenhouse gas emissions before 2030, two achieve net zero emissions before
0: 2050. And three, disclose our progress on a yearly basis. And disclosing is, is very important there. As you said, transparency is is key to all of this. Yeah. Lastly, and I suspect this is going to be one of the bigger questions. We talk about sustainability and we we talk about carbon and, and um, all the elements around carbon, and that's very much the questions I've been asking you. But sustainability must be more than just greenhouse gases and carbon. So what else does it embrace? (laughs) And that's why I'm so passionate
1: about it. Because there is something more. It's called the Sustainable Development Goal, so ADGs. And it's a collection of 17 goals, which are a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. So that's fantastic, and the example of the seventeen goals are gender equality, climate change, education, clean water, clean energy, no hunger, etc. So why is it important for businesses? It's from it's. A, I think it's a fantastic because it can give uh, the companies the strategy, a way to define their strategy, which is relevant and inspiring to all stakeholders all stakeholders, clients and employees. For example, for us, as a training provider, we are actively working on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal number four, so HDG4, which is on quality education. So our goal is to educate marketers around the world on sustainable marketing by creating the best courses. And by doing so, we are creating new products. So new sustainable marketing courses and apprenticeship for marketers at all levels, including the senior management team and with a better online delivery to support all types of students. So right now we are working on a new apprenticeship that we are going to offer from November 21. It will be ready for COP26. It's called the Corporate Responsibility and Sustainability Practitioner Apprenticeship apprentices will learn to be a social conscience for the organisation, it's very exciting. And also, as part of educating marketers around the world, we must also consider the needs of all our learners. Some of our learners are and will be more impacted by the physical impacts of the climate change, uh, floods, Uh, droughts, extreme high temperature, etc. So I'm thinking, for example, of our Indian students. So we need a special offer to support them. And we still don't know what it will be. But I want to work with our university partners in Asia or some NGOs to create the package that they need. And I'm very pleased because we had some, uh, uh, some study guides that we are just going to send to Africa. So we are at the beginning of the process, but it's coming.
0: We are indeed at the beginning of the process. I think one of the things I've noticed the most since um, looking at the organization since you've done the course is how much people want to embrace this and how excited everybody gets about it.
1: Yes, I agree because you feel you are doing the right thing. So you have empowered by something special and because
0: everybody's speaking about it. So there is a, a big noise and a, no, it's a fantastic feeling. I, i love it if people are listening to this and want to go and get more information where should they go so i would advise them to look at the race to zero website
1: cambridge institute for sustainability leadership website website and also us we are creating weekly sustainable uh, sustainability marketing insight for all our followers but more than anything I would recommend you to make your net zero pledge as soon as possible in order to make a difference. And this is so important to do it now because the government can see the organization commitment before COP26. And my last piece of advice is if you want to be successful, you need to get everyone on board all your stakeholders, all your employees, your team, your clients, etc. This climate emergency needs everyone therefore it is key to make sure that everyone we work with wants to be part of the solution
0: and feels like they're part of the solution collaboration is, is key i hope you found that as interesting and informative as i did don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and so that it appears in your podcast feed each week you can find us on all the main podcast platforms if you have any topics you'd like me to cover in the future you can contact me via LinkedIn or any of the Cambridge Marketing College's social media. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you again next week.